Welcome to the Fashionista Life, where we talk about fashion, interior design, parenting, and everything that encompasses the lifestyle of a fashionista. You can't help but smile with our host, Jennifer Johnson, a true fashionista and lifestyle expert, coming to you live from Naples, Florida. Welcome to the Fashionista Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Johnson. If you found yourself here, it may mean that you're looking for courage, clarity, or maybe confidence in some part of your life. Or maybe you just want to be entertained, and that is great as well. Let's go ahead, friends, and get started. Today, we welcome back into the studio, Jen Kale, and she owns Medrano and Kale Bookkeeping Professionals in Naples, and they assist small businesses with their finances so they can focus on what they love most, which is running their companies. Yep. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Again. Thank you so much for having or for coming back. And uh, last last podcast was pretty action packed. We had a lot to talk about <laughs> there. Today, I really want to talk about five things that if someone's thinking about starting a business, what what would you tell them? What would be the first three things that you would tell them they need to do before they do anything else? You know, I came in here today with my list and then I was uh, I was thinking a little bit more about this. And the first thing I always tell people is, do you have the support? Do you have the family support and the network support? Because mm-hmm. this is huge. It is. Owning your own business and starting it is like having a newborn. Mm-hmm. You are going to be needed 24-7. You're just going to. You're going right. to be the maintenance man. You're going to be the CEO. You're going to be the admin. You're going to have different voices and different positions. Mm-hmm. Do you have that support? This is the first thing. If you don't have that support, let's find that support. Build a support network. Start networking. Start finding yeah. a tribe. Who can you vent to? Who can you ask questions to? If you don't have that spousal support, what does that look like if you do? If you are stressed? Right. So that's the first thing I tell people. What does your support look like? And you know what's interesting? Talking about support. Mm-hmm. So even you know, even if they once they have their company, they yeah. can do this. But uh, somebody had mentioned to me like a, a uh, I don't know how to say it, but like a board of directors. But yes. it's not really a board of directors. Yeah. It's who is that accountant that you can talk to? Yep. Who is that legal professional mm-hmm. that may be your friend that you can talk to? You and whether they're paid or they're not paid, you have to come up with your bench of people yeah. that you you have that they have you have support from them. Yeah. They're your confident. They yeah. they help you with your business. Exactly. Like for instance, I have my tribe. I meet mm-hmm. once a month. We, it's like a small little women's just mastermind. But there's financial advisors, mm-hmm. realtors, business owners, and we just vent. Mm-hmm. We're like, how can we support each other? We read a book every month. We are on top of each other. We text all the time. We're like, how can what mm-hmm. is going on in the business? But sometimes I do have a financial advice question. I'm like, hey, so right. quick question on this or an attorney that I know. Mm-hmm. It's true. Build that legal team. Yeah. Build that financial team. Build that support team because you're going to need it. Which brings me into knowing the legal and financial aspects of that business you want to go into. Is that number two? That is number two. So knowing the legal and tax implications of the business that you want. So for example, what does it look like? Uh, Do you need contracts? Do you Mm. need any disclosures? What does that legal aspect look? In in my world, it's very financial based. So I need insurances. I need legal backing. I need contracts. You know, I need a good attorney Mm -hmm. who's going to be there as well as I need a good CPA on my side. What does it look like on the tax implications and as well on a finan- financial advisor? And those are things you should never skimp out on. Oh my gosh. Legal no. and accounting. Mm-hmm. 
best investments a business can do, which is why I tell people those are two things you need to talk to. Talk to a CPA before mm-hmm. you start and talk to a yeah. legal, an account uh, attorney. Because I, I recently talked to somebody about some tax law thing <laughs> and I'm like, what? Right. I mean, this tax law that people need to know, I mean, the book is like massive. 90,000 pages. I, I, how many? 90,000 IRS tax codes. And and there's attorneys out there that deal with just taxes. That is correct. And accountants, I'm assuming, that deal with There is just- forensic accounting. There's accountants that just work with audits. There's prior IRS, IRS agents that work at accounting firms now. Oh, my gosh. It's huge. 90,000. That's like incomprehensible. Who's going to go over that? Right? Here, <laughs> I take the first half of yeah. the book. You take the right. second. And then right. how do you... It's all interpretation too. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you can read it one way, which is why when I speak to other bookkeepers and accountants in the industry, I say, hey, uh, mm-hmm. have you heard this? Yep. Okay. What is your take on this? Right. And then we all have to talk about it. Because there's gray area and everything. There's gray areas. It's like, oh, I can take it that way or I can go this way. And then you always hear, you always have that friend, well, my CPA did this. And I got back this much money. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, can we talk about how that came about? Right, because you can be really conservative or you can go the other way. Right. And, you know. and there's not a right or a wrong way. Yeah. It's what works for your business. So mm-hmm. this is why it's looking at those tax implications of your business. A lot of people think, oh, I should start my business as this sort of right. tax filing. Mm-hmm. Well, have you spoken to anyone about it? Right. You know, new business owners get a lot more leeway with IRS. Right. Say. Oh. <laughs> First two years are better for <laughs> Than the rest. Than the rest, yeah. <laughs> and what's our third one? Third one is coming up with a strong business plan. Okay. What does the budget look like? What does the team look like? What is your goal? What does your market look like? What is your business plan? You I like the goal. It. Yeah. What is the goal? Otherwise, where am I going? Exactly. Do you want to build a, a brick and mortar? Do you want to mm-hmm. rent? Do you want to lease? Do you want to own? What? What does this look like for the business owner? It's having that business plan. It doesn't have to be a 10-page, but just writing some stuff right. down. Okay, by year one, I want to make this. Let's break it up into quarters. What okay. does that look like financially? Okay, how many team members will I need? And then start incorporating mm-hmm. those costs. Do you should think it should be like a one, three, and five, one, five, ten kind of like one year I want to do this? Three years I want to do that? Or is it up to everybody is different? I do quarter goals. Okay. A quarter is the best. It's always ever changing because something mm-hmm. can happen in quarter one that just didn't happen in quarter two and whatnot. Well, there especially be, in Florida <laughs> and Naples, we're seasonal, right? So, what happens if season didn't happen? Like until, this, right, right? Right? Like you know? Well, now and they're not in, leaving at the moment, right? So there's like, traffic still, right? But it's like right. in hurricane years, yes. When we are unfortunate and we get hit by a hurricane, correct? It's worse, correct? So that year goal you had is definitely mm-hmm. changed because of a natural disaster right? or something else. Mm-hmm. I just had someone call me and say, I had a car just plow into my business. Oh, gosh. Okay. But that happens. <laughs> it you happens. Let's, re- let's shift what we were doing. Mm-hmm. No, no more of working out of that brick wow. and mortar for right now. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So quarter goals. That's what I tell people. Awesome. Is your closet overflowing or maybe your kids' closets are as well? Or maybe you just want to redecorate your house. If you're wondering what to do with all that stuff that you've accumulated, bring it all to True Fashionistas or even ship it to them for free and they'll sell your unwanted items for you. They take away all the hassle by doing all the work and all you have to do is sit back and collect your money. You can reach out to them online at truefashionistas.com. Come into the store or check them out on Facebook or Instagram and that's True Fashionistas. 
www.jenkale.com. Welcome back, friends. We are back in the studio with Jen Kale, and she owns Madrano and Kale Bookkeeping Professionals in Naples. We're talking about the five things um, aspiring business owners should know before they start a business. We've gone through one, which is to have proper support. Two is knowing the legal and tax implications. And three is a strong business plan. Yep. Now we're on to number four. Secure funding. Oh, that's a big one. (laughs) You need that. You need investments. You need how much are you going to contribute? Does it look like a loan from a bank Mm -hmm. or financial institution, you know, as a new business owner? So secure funding. There's a lot of business owners that start a business. Beautiful concepts. Mm -hmm. Great ambition. But where's the money? Yeah. You need to get six to a year. I have a new startup that they just started. Fortunately, they all invested an equal share. So they have enough for Mm -hmm. a year. Hoping they don't need that year investment, but it's funding. Mm -hmm. So secure funding. That is huge. And I mean, something that should be at the forefront, but sometimes we're led by our passions and our emotions. I've been there. I've done that. I think a lot of business owners have been when you're an entrepreneur, you're like, oh, I know. Oh, this is a great idea. And then you're just out the gate with it. And Mm. then you have no money. Right. And then when you do that, what happens? Right. Someone takes your idea mm-hmm. or you fall into debt. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Yeah. You claim bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do that. So yes, right. passion is great. Have that passion, have mm-hmm. the ideas, but let's get some funding in yeah. there too. <laughs> have that Throw money that in going. there, right? Yeah, yeah. And what's number five? I always tell people, conduct your market research. Okay. What does your industry look like? Mm-hmm. What is your, I don't want to say competition because there's enough business for everyone, mm-hmm. but what are competitors doing? When I started my business, I reached out to as many bookkeeping firms that I could. I introduced oh, myself locally. Locally. Okay. I introduced myself. I thanked in for the conversation and I asked, what's the rate right now? Mm-hmm. And I went from Cape Coral all the way to Marco Island. Wow. And I said, okay, the range is from here to here. What does that look like? To this day, I still have great friends in the mm-hmm. same industry. There's no competition. Oh, it's just great. knowing what do I have to prepare for? Mm-hmm. And are my prices competitive? What's going to set me above the bar in a different niche that I want to do? Mm-hmm. How can I also get collaboration with other people in the same industry? Right. Yeah. So do your market research. Right. Exactly. And you know, I always heard the the riches are in the niches. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes right? and no. It's good to be an expert in the field. Mm-hmm. However, my niche is being a generalist. I help oh. everyone. That's my niche. But, but that. But that's your. You're right. That is your niche. Right. That is my niche. It, it's. It's a. Providing a concierge service, just mm-hmm. providing that level of customer support. You right. call me, you're going to get an answer. Mm-hmm. I've had clients come to me and say, you're the only person that answered during tax season. See, and there's <laughs> something to be said about that. That goes back to what we were talking about, customer service. Right. We were talking about that in the previous podcast, I believe. Right. That that is so important. Correct. Because without that, you're a service-based business. Correct. Even if you don't have the answer. Just yeah. tell your client. I have many times, I got your message. I am looking into it. I just don't know at this mm-hmm. moment. And that's appreciated. Right. Rather than you get if ignored. I could put on that cricket sound right now, <laughs> I so would. But, uh, you know, right. rather than crickets, hey, right. I hey, own this. I, I don't have the answer. Right. Or, hey, someone on my team is going to get back to you. Mm-hmm. You know, we we try. We are very hard. We do 24-hour turnaround time and anything. Mm-hmm. But it's usually four hours. You're going to yeah. hear from someone on my team within four hours. 
Wow. But it's just to acknowledge it mm-hmm. because that's what it is. Right. But again, that's a market research I did that even other bookkeepers in the area were like, oh, you can keep those people. We'll just wait. Right. <laughs> we'll call them back eventually. Yeah. It's like, okay. Okay. We're going to do something I love to do on my okay. podcast called Speed Round, right. where I ask you three different questions. And it's just kind of to get to know you, get to know what your thoughts are on, mm-hmm. on certain things. So ambition or talent, what means more to success? This one is hard because you need both. However, you can teach talent. You can't teach ambition. I love that. Ambition totally is that fire, is that power. And, and that's what's going to keep mm-hmm. a person going. That's I love that dedication. That. So and I ambition. Have, I love that. I've said that before to people yeah. because you can't, you're right. You, you can't. can't teach someone no. to feel that passion or that, that fire in the belly. Right. Mm-hmm. Think about it when you hire. Right. There could be someone that's great on paper, all that talent. But then you're like, mm, are they going to do that and mm-hmm. go that extra mile? Are right. they going to go? Or can I teach someone who goes right. that extra mile mm-hmm. and provide them those incentives? Right. That's what I look at. So ambition awesome. for sure. If you're giving advice to someone just starting a business, what would it be? Oh. <laughs> she laughs. <laughs> starting a business can be daunting. <laughs> However, dun, dun, dun. it would be be strong in your passion, have your support system, and do not give up. Because mm. you're going to wake up one morning and I've done it myself and you're mm-hmm. like, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. It, it, this is happening. Rely on what you know. For me, it's faith. I rely mm-hmm. on my faith. Rely on your support system. But just know there's going to be hard times and good times, but you always have to work. You mm-hmm. are never going to be out of truly out of your business until you sell it. I agree. Ever. I agree. So that's what I would tell. I would just say, get ready because it's going to be the best ride of your life. Yep. It's what you make of it. Mm-hmm. However, you're going to be in it 24-7. So when you try and go to sleep at night, you're still thinking mm-hmm. everything on that right. business plan. Yeah. Strap in and enjoy the ride. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, wherever it may take you. Whatever. And what has been the greatest achievement in your life as of right now? Uh, this goes a little bit back. Uh, it's being present in my son's life. So oh, for the first mm-hmm. year in my previous um, career, I was not present. For my son at all at all. It was just very difficult. Mm-hmm. But now it's being able to go to school functions, picking him from school, dropping him off, never missing that moment, and still running a successful business. So it's having that family mm-hmm. personal life, which is what I strive with my employees too. You know, they mm-hmm. they ask me all the time, can I take off to do this? They will I will never fault one of my employees for putting their family first. Mm-hmm. And that's huge. So that's a big achievement, keeping true to my values of family first. Mm-hmm. And you will never look back and regret that. Nope. Ever. Nope. nope. You know, someone said, oh, I, we hear it all the time. Oh. On your deathbed, are you never going to say, I wish I had worked more? Right. No, you're not. Right. You're going right. to say, you know, it's going to be those moments where, mm. okay, you're going to have mom go. It's, you oh, know, gosh. It's, mom go is huge. That could be a whole new right. concept here. Or However, not concept, but conversation. It's just being present in those moments and not being on my phone. Mm -hmm. It's being present, which Mm -hmm. is what I strive to do. And it becomes harder. And sometimes I have to give myself a reality Mm -hmm. check, but that is a big achievement. Right. It's doing that. And I credit that a lot to my parents as well, because my parents had a very successful construction company over 30 years. Oh, wow. And my father worked long hours. Mm -hmm. My mom was always present at every event. My dad always made it to every event. Mm -hmm. Every, I don't know how he did it, but he did it and they made it happen. I said, I'm going to do that for my son. And that's funny because I've done, I've always been present at mm-hmm. every event that my children have ever right. had, but you still have the mom guilt. Oh, of, yes. I'm on my phone too much. I'm still right. working too much. I wish I could be home all day. Every, right. 
you know, you have to give yourself some grace too yes. because grace is needed. And mm-hmm. then also, I'm not good if I stay at home. I oh, I'm not it. either. <laughs> I tried. I, I did. I it did was- for like that long. I did. I did for yeah. a couple of months during COVID and when the whole world shut down. Yeah. And I was like, this is not, <laughs> this is, this is a lot more than owning your own business. Yeah. So yeah. So I know what my faults are and I know that being at home is mm-hmm. not essential to my family life. <laughs> so, well, it's good that you know that. Yes. But I took away that mom guilt as mm-hmm. well because you see a lot. Well, stay at home, you're a child. And right. no, that's just not healthy if you can't right. handle it. You know, if, you know, some people know that you're oh, a better yeah. mom if you yes. get out of the house and others right. are like, no, I'm better. And, and it's whatever works for you. Right. And I have girlfriends who are stay-at-home moms and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. And they still respond to my text messages. And I'm like, I don't know how. Like, good. <laughs> you you need to come work for me. Right. If you can handle a household, you're good. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So that is huge. So thank you so much for our conversation today. If our listeners would like to get a hold of you. How can they do that? All right. So there's social media, Instagram and Facebook, Medrano and Kale. There's also my website, www.medranoandkale.com. I will spell it. M-E-D-R-A-N-O-A-N-D-C-A-I-L.com. And then they can call or text at 239-610-5056. So awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much thank for being for on again. Oh, it was it's wonderful. A pleasure. And thank you, my friends, for joining me today and every week here on The Fashionista Life brought to you by True Fashionistas. If you want a deeper dive, head to thefashionistalife.com to sign up for my weekly newsletters where we take a deeper dive each week into a new topic. Have a fabulous day. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Fashionista Life. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. That helps others find the show and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode of The Fashionista Life.